Hi guys, it's me Kristen and I'm going to be your host for our brand new podcast series called His Words. So you may not know anything about me, but what I want you to know is that I am a child of God. I am someone that enjoys delving into his word and I want to share some of that with you. I mean, if we really take a deep honest look, anybody who has survived the global pandemic, it has really allowed us to recalibrate to reanalyze what our walk with Christ is like. And yes, we have really got our priorities reassessed because many have lost loved ones to death. Many have lost their quality of life, their income. Some persons have lost their homes or their shelters. And if we go into the sheer sadness and pure trauma that the world has gone through for these past two years, all we could say is, but God. God is the only reason why we're standing at the, at the end of this tunnel. I mean, let's be honest, we don't even know if it's ended, if we were in the middle, we we're, were just trying to be optimistic. But most of us have had an anchor that has really kept us throughout this storm. And I am here to tell you that all of life's difficult situations, including this global pandemic, because as we know the, the Bible has had a history of God's people being living through time periods where they have lived in plagues and they have survived. It's only God that's keeping us. And today I really want us to delve in a bit into Exodus chapter 1 verses 17 to 22. And we're going to talk about being a peculiar nation because God has placed something really really deep into my heart that I really want to get out and I hope anyone who is interested in us just pushing and progressing the message of Christianity especially in this pandemic period please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and I have been during my prayer time God has revealed to me that we are in a period where he has strategically placed persons as power cells in different nations in different countries we are called to be different and he has strategically done this not because we exactly are finite in our mind and you know infinite and we understand all of God's move, but he has done this for his divine purpose. So I really want everyone to know that if you're going through a period where God has called you to um, invest in ministries or has called you to develop a new ministry and you don't understand it, he has called you to relocate. He has caused you to shave off some of your friends or your relationships. He has called you to do something different and to delve deeper in him and to go into deeper realms. I am here to tell you that there's a reason. And one day we are going to see why God has strategically made us peculiar and why he is rising up nations throughout us. So in Exodus 1, we see that there was a new king over Egypt and he didn't know who was Joseph, but he did understand that the Israelites, which were basically God's people, were inside of Egypt and that king was able to determine or he was able to sense that these were a special people, that these were a great people, that these were a peculiar nation. Now, this 
king was not of God, but he was able to sniff like a mouse. He was able to detect. I can't put my finger on it, but I know there is something different about this group of people. And so it is with us. And the brutal honesty is that being different, being a peculiar nation, just as God has access in 2 Peter 2 verses 9, this attracts a certain level of afflictions or difficulties and challenges in our life. We actually see in that same Exodus 1 in verses 11, it actually says, Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. But the more they were aff but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. This should help us to understand that once we've made a decision to be intimate with Christ, once we've made a decision to surrender our entire life, purpose, will, destiny, and desire to whatever God has in store for us, is going to inflict, it's going to cause the world or those who are outside the 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 realm of christianity or the or that realm of intimacy with god is going to cause them to try to afflict us even more and when that happens what we're going to see is that we have to make sure that we are armed and equipped with the right spiritual tools we have to ensure that our mind is focused on christ because he promises us that the more they afflict us, the more we are going to multiply and the more we would grow. But we have to ensure that we are attached to God in order for this to happen. What I wanted us to really focus upon is in verse 19, we saw that Pharaoh came up with a decree. So he's a big bad boss. So he decided and he said, anybody who made any, who anybody who is making any children, I want you to... I, I want you to save the daughters. They can live, but the males, I want you to kill them. Listen to exactly to what the Bible says. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. They went against what the governmental orders were, not because they are disobedient, because, you know, God wants us to follow the rightful authority, etc. But we have to be so connected to God that we understand that in due season, that at the right time, and we can only do this if we ensure we are sensitive to his spirit, that we are actually following the voice of God 100% of the times, even when it goes against the grain, even when everybody is doing differently. If you know you've heard from God and you know God has given you specific instructions not to do X, Y, and Z, even if at a governmental level it's not accepted, even if your family doesn't accept it, we only have to answer to God. And this is what makes us different. This is what makes us peculiar. We may not blend in with a lot of people because we don't think like everyone else. Our desires are different. We may not desire the latest Louis Vuitton or the latest, you know, Gucci shoes, though nothing is wrong with that. But what our desires will be on things of Christ. And we, we know these things because we are desiring, delving into his word more. That's why you listen to this podcast. We're desiring, starting to read more books that we're going to just delve into his word. Our prayer time has gotten so much more intimate and of greater quality, not necessarily quantity, you know. So all these little things sets us apart, but that's what God wants. 
Of course, he wants us to not be so set apart that we're no earthly good. But at the same time, I am here to advise us and let us know that God wants us to be peculiar. He wants us to be different. When you think of the, the God that created the most beautiful garden on this planet Earth called the Garden of Eden, and he ensured that even though there were trees, they were different in their size, their color, their characteristics, or the shape of the leaves and its veins, the type of fruits that it bore, or the whole physiology of that plant, it was all different, even though they come under the same umbrella tree. It's the same with humans. Yes, we are humans and yes, we are all his children, but we are all different with different gifts, with different peculiarities. But we live in a world where many of us are all trying to blend into one and God doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to be peculiar. Oh, my people, I'm asking you, please, in this season, don't allow everyone trying to have one aesthetic on social media. Everybody got big butts. Everybody got big lips. Everybody got the same hairstyle. No, we are we we are called to be different. You know, let's ensure that we are decreased enough. Let's ensure that we are connected to Christ and saying, God, show me how to use the peculiar gifts you've given me for your fullness and your glory. That's what God wants. All right. So we see that the midwives, the Bible actually says in verse 19, because the Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women, for they are lively and they give birth before the women has come to them. So basically they went against the orders of the king. You know, they were like, we are, we may be in Egypt. So we may be on this earth, but we belong to Christ. You know, so yeah, we're here and yeah, we got a function, but we know who our ultimate God is and who we answer to and whose instructions we follow. This is in the Bible. I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to be someone that's stirring the pot. But we have to ensure that the instructions and the morals and the value systems that we hold is that of God and not necessarily that of man or governmental orders. And we actually see that God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very mightily. So even amidst oppression, because we see where the king actually set out persons to afflict them or give them more challenges. Like some of us may be feeling on our jobs. We may feel like, hey, on our jobs, we're being picked on because we may be, we may not want to do everything like what everybody else does, etc. But yet there's increase. Yet, yet there's more opportunities. Yet, um, even though they may not like us, they can't deny that there's an anointing on the kind of work that we do. Please, people, I know it's hard. It's hard when you're different. It could be lonely when you're different. You may have less friends. You may have less social interaction. And trust me, all these things are good. And we have to remember at the ultimate end of it, we want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. So I'm here to tell you it's okay to be peculiar. It's okay to be different. I was raised in a family where I always felt like the black sheep, you know, and I'm learning that it's okay to be a black sheep because I'm a sheep that follows my shepherd. So my shepherd might have black sheep, brown sheep, white sheep, but all of us, because he likes us all different and varied. That's why he created us with different colors, different gifts, different skills. That's how he made us. That's how he wanted us because we are all to be used differently for his kingdom. So I hope that anybody who has just been feeling like the black sheep of the family or any who has been feeling like they just have difficulty blending and fitting in their workplace, fitting in, in, um, 
you know, their friendship circles or their neighborhoods or organizations they're attached to. Hey, God wants you to be peculiar. And just like the vision God keeps giving me, I actually can see various persons in different areas. It's like they're strategically placed there for a particular time. We got work to do. Our work is to delve in his word. Our work is to continuously develop an intimate relationship with him. Our work is to ensure that we know our identity in Christ so that we could be the earthly angels of this realm doing the work that he would have us do. And one day, we're going to understand why he asked us to do these things that seem so unusual or so peculiar. We see that if these midwives did not follow the instructions of God, the same male child that they would have killed would have been Moses. And most of us already know Moses was the deliverer of the Israelites. Yes. So they would have killed their deliverer. So, yes, they may have gone against the grain or the governmental orders, but the only order we must listen to, the only governmental voice we must listen to is God. He is supreme in everything that we do. And in doing so, his perfect will will be done. When the midwives were doing that, they didn't know, but they, they did know that what they were doing was what God asked them to do. God would not have wanted them to snuff out the lives of the male here. Because that is where multiplicity will happen. And we see God grew them and God multiplied them. And yes, the afflictions were coming, but God was with them. So since God was with them, they were in tune to know we've got to save these male heirs. And that same obedience, their obedience to what God asked them to do was the reason why they were delivered from slavery and bondage for years. Moses was their deliverer on this earth. Because they were obedient to what God told them. What if we are responsible for, for, for delivering a nation like Moses? Moses was a stutterer. I would say in some ways like me, he battled with self-doubt. Like most of us. What if your voice, what if your stuttering speech, what if your ineloquency, Yes, that's a word. Is what God needs to bring a people, bring a nation out of bondage. Would you still hold your tongue? Would you still want to fit in to being something that a million people already are? Let's stand out. Let's stand out in our identity and who we are in Christ. For we are called to be a peculiar nation. And I'm telling you, Sometimes it's very easy to get distracted. Sometimes it's very easy to feel like we're lesser than and we're not loved. But God has created us for this very reason. And whenever I feel as if being peculiar or different is a lot, I just say, God, sometimes I don't know why it's like this. Strengthen me. Refill my cup. And I promise you he will. So I'm just going to say a prayer for all of those all of us who are just struggling coming into our peculiarities in Christ and for those of us that are not utilizing our gifts to our fullest potential simply because we are afraid to be different. So I'm calling you out in the spirit realm. So dear God and Holy Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to pronounce and profess your word throughout these areas. Lord, I pray that whomever 
is affected by this podcast that we are calling forth the spirit man within them to change lord we pray oh god that your people will be bold and courageous oh god and that they will shout your name from a mountain top and they will feel free and they will no longer be in bondage and feel yokes among their neck but they would be able to be peculiar they would able to to sit comfortably in their differences oh god because you have made us this way for a particular reason and we pray, O oh God, that your divine will and purpose that is embedded in the bellies of our souls, O oh God, that you grant us the freedom, that you grant us, O oh God, the resources to be able to do them. I call out right now prophetically in the mighty name of Jesus. Any single person who feels stuck, I call you out in the name of Jesus now. You will do the work that God has ordained in you. You will stand up and profess that he's God. And you will deliver na nations because you are a peculiar nation. So God, we thank you, O oh God, that you are omniscient and there's power in your words regardless of how distant we are. And we pray, O oh God, that all this will be done for your full glory, honor, and praise. Amen. So guys, it was really nice just having this conversation with you. Remember to share this with your friends. The friend that is different, the friend that is quirky, or the friend that tries to hide who they are because they don't want persons to think that they're different. You are called to be different. You are called to be peculiar. Who knows? what nation deliverance you may be holding back. Moses didn't know. The midwives didn't know. Only God knows the ending. So let's trust him and walk in what his word tells us to do, to be a peculiar people. As I always say, and you guys could check out some of our YouTube videos. It says his words, YouTube. But we're moving our entire content onto the podcasting series. His words, it's not, I love you, but Christ loves you more. And it's not my words, it's his words. Have a great day.